Hi, this is Helen and Terry Norbo from Sweden. Welcome to our podcast, Reformation Scandinavia. We pray that this message will inspire you to a deeper intimacy with Jesus. Remember, you can reform and change your life for the eternity today. Enjoy this message. On today's episode, we have a special guest with us, Isaac Liu from Germany, but originally from China. And he's been with us today in our School of the Supernatural Sweden. And we've been talking about wonderful things and supernatural things from his childhood. If you want to introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, friends in Sweden and also friends beyond the border of Sweden. My name is Isaac Liu. I grew up in China and lived in Burma, in Thailand, and since 2001, I and uh, my family and my parents, we are living in Germany and serve the Lord. We have a church in Frankfurt called All Nations Church. And I'm also serving as a board member in Back to Jerusalem in Action for Pure Security Christians and beyond that. It's a great honor to be here today. So welcome to our podcast. As we said, we have just had the School of the Supernatural Sweden. And for anyone who is interested, you will find information on schoolofsupernatural.se. We have just started up this very day, uh, the year number fourth uh, here in Sweden. And we are so happy to have had you and your wife, uh, Fabiana, with us. But your father is known as the heavenly man because of uh, how he was... um, persecuted for his faith in China. And he has written a book called The Heavenly Man, but you have also written a book. Uh, Could you tell us about that one? Oh yeah, I also wrote a little book uh, compared to my father's book, the big book, a very famous book, The Heavenly Man. So my book called The Song of the Underground. I was 25 years old and I wrote that book and the song of the underground, why? Because I'm from the underground church in China. Uh, my father is one of the leader of the Chinese underground church. So the underground church sent us, um, so my family to Europe as missionary. So my family um, are the first missionary family from the Chinese underground church in Europe. So mm. it's, uh, it's really a blessing to be here. And it's amazing because I know that very many Americans are listening to this podcast. And I believe that they are very interested in what's happening in China and in the underground church. So I believe that these books will give them answers to their questions. And how would you like to define an underground church in China? Just to give it some perspective to the listeners. So in China, we have... uh, two or three different kind of churches. Uh, one of the church is a government supported church called Three Self Church. They take care of themselves and they have also their own, own idea of church and uh, own leadership because they don't want under the leadership of Rome, the Catholic church in Rome. So this called Three Self Church. And um, but there's also another church called Underground Church or House Church. 
underground. It sounds already uh, not government supported. And uh, in the op opposite side, they, um, they were and they are persecuted until today. And in the underground church, we believe the whole Bible and we preach the whole Bible. And also we preach the resurrection, the second coming and the death of Christ. And in the underground church, uh, we have no big buildings. We are uh, a big part of them. We have uh, meetings, we host meetings in the forest, in the, uh, in, in the field, the most of them at homes. So in, as I was young, today, of course, you know, China opened up and uh, the underground church built also church buildings. But a big, um, big difference between two churches, one is supported by the government, one is persecuted by the, uh, by the government. You also told us earlier today that uh, due to the persecution of the police, it was not allowed uh, for you or your father mm -hmm. and your family to minister and so forth. Therefore, you, for example, needed to have baptism in during the nighttime. And yourself was baptized in the wintertime in the middle of the night. Can you elaborate a little bit on this? So, yeah, I was uh, seven years old. I won't follow the Lord. I got baptized in the river. Um, it's a little river be behind our village. And in the night, in the winter, in the winter time, because the policemen, they have also to sleep. They are not machine and they are not ghosts and they are no more human. They also need to rest. And they don't want to get up middle of the night in the winter to go after their, their persecution work. And uh, many of them, the policemen, they were not really passionate, uh, like give the best as, as, uh, as, uh, as policemen. So I got baptized in the river in the night and in winter, it was a freezing cold. We break the ice and with me was 20 different um, people. They were all got baptized. And the middle, uh, I was standing middle in the, in, the, in the water and one of the elders from the church asked me, my son, your father is a pastor of this church, but you don't have to follow the Lord because your father is a pastor. So are you willing to follow the Lord? So I was seven years old. I couldn't understand the deep meaning of this question. And uh, I just said, yes. I was seven. Now I, I'm 36. And in two months, I will turn 37. So 30 years later, I still say yes to Jesus, to follow him, to serve him, until the very, very uh, last day. It's amazing. It, it is a very powerful story about just laying down our lives for Jesus. But in, today in the Bible school, you also talked about that God is not only our father, he's not only our helper, but he is our bridegroom and to fall in love with Jesus again. And would you please tell us, would you please explain a little bit more what you mean about that? So there is a different levels um, in our relationship with God. So in the beginning, we need a savior and we, we need a forgiver. And uh, later on, we, uh, we see Jesus as our 
friend. You know, this, they are friend, I'm friend. But we see Jesus as our friend. If we need help, we will come to him and call his name. Oh, help, help, God, I need your help. And uh, I'm going to die and uh, I have no hope. And Jesus help us. And right after that, we forget everything. We continue our own life. And uh, another level is we see Jesus as our boss for, for the next level Christians. So, oh, I'm working for the kingdom. I'm a preacher. I'm a pastor. I'm a minister. I'm a missionary. I, or I work in the church and in a mission organization or just in different levels. And, um, and uh, you know, we come to God and God give us call, give us a dream and give us a field. And we take this dream and vision and run away from God. We just focus on our ministry and for God, uh, the ministry is usually come from the Lord. And um, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a worker and a boss relationship. And another um, higher level in the relationship with God is uh, father and son or father and daughter. And um, for everyone who have children, you know this experience. If, you, if, if your child or children travel far away, if they don't call you, you know everything is going on, uh, going well. But if they start to text you and uh, call you, now you know, okay, and there's some maybe big or small trouble. They need you. They need your support. And, um, and many times we come to God because we need him. That there's a higher level between our relationship with God is uh, um, a bride and bridegroom. And uh, Jesus is our husband. He's our bridegroom, even for, for our man. And uh, and uh, you know, also to the daughters. Even the Bible says we are sons. We are sons of God, and our sisters in the Lord. You are also sons uh, and uh, in the Lord. So I would really want to encourage everyone who is listening, who is uh, um, in this podcast. So start to grow into the level, the love relationship with God, the intimacy with God, and just enjoy His presence, like. The song of songs of Solomon says, my beloved draw me into his inner room and there I enjoy his presence. There I, I see his beauty and I loved him and just being with him without asking him for help, without asking him for a job and uh, for anything else, but say to him, Lord, my heart is for you. And there's no one like you, so beautiful, and uh, I'm here for you. So this is uh, this is a wonderful level and uh, level to being to being a son or daughter in God. Isaac, uh, your father had been into prison several times, Brother John, as we call him, uh, just for preaching the gospel about Jesus Christ. And you told us earlier that. Uh, one time, even your mother and your father was in the prison at the same time, if we understood it correctly. And because of that, you and your sister were sent away 500 kilometers away from your village. And you, that family that you stayed with was not rich either. They were poor. And so, and so you were led to 
be out in the streets eight hours a day, uh, looking among trash, uh, trying to find something to eat. You have been a refugee in Burma, in Thailand. So compared to many other people in general, I would say you have not had an easy life. How have this affected your faith life in Jesus Christ? Uh, my life was not easy. And uh, like you said, I, I went through a lot of persecution. I grew up in the persecution. Weekly, I saw the policeman. And uh, not only the persecution from the policeman, but also from the neighborhoods, in the school. And I went to school for 11 years. And I changed 10 different schools. I changed different names uh, because of the persecution and uh, lived in many different villages and cities and tried to hide myself, living on the street. And uh, all this was a little bit too much as I was young uh, for my little head, for my little heart, and uh, to understand uh, the word of God. So I started hating God. I told God, God, all the preachers, all the worshipers, they, they are liars because they were always singing and preaching, and you, you are a good God, it's your goodness, it's your mercy. But as I was a child, I, so, yeah, especially I was a teenager, and uh, it was for me really, really difficult to understand uh, why God uh, allows so many persecutions, so many hardship into my life. And uh, I started telling God, God, I hate you. I don't want to believe you. I don't want to follow you. I don't want to become a pastor. And um, many, many years later, and 10 years later, so I was 12, I lived on the street, 11 and 12. Around 10 years later, and it was a long process and for me to slowly understand God is still good in our persecution. God is still good in our suffering. God is still good even at the moment God uh, is uh, not answering us. And God is still good if the weather is bad, in the situation are raw. And, um, and um, so because we, we, we hold on not on the, the seeing things, we hold on on the unseeing because what you see is timely, what you don't see uh, internally. So I want to encourage mm -hmm. everyone. And um, if you have some bitterness in your heart and questions to God, Keep going, keep holding fast to Christ and you will see the light and uh, keep walking on the way and you will see Jesus will become your way in your life. Amen. Uh, so you are talking also about obedience and suffering. So in the Western world, we talk about obedience. We want to obey God. We want to do whatever he tells us to do. But the suffering part is something that we in the Western world do not want to hear about. How do we in the Western world suffer as Christians? And what, what do we need to go through that kind of suffering? It's not about a theology of suffering. So you intentional, intentionally doing something and to get persecuted. So this is a stupid. This is a, and this is a, not a glory and a true discipleship. But in Rome, and uh, chapter 8 tells us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then Paulus go through 17 different areas in our life. For example, 
for example, trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, sword, death, life, angel, demon, present, future, uh, any power, height, depth, or anything else in the creation. So nothing can separate from, from us. And Apostle Paul, he experienced in all these 17 different areas, um, the mercy of God. And he also experienced the brokenness, the suffering to God. And that's why he said in Romans chapter 8, verse 7, in all these things, means all in these all 17 different areas, in every areas in our life and death, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. You know, in the, in the Western world, if you, uh, if you think conquerors, maybe you think uh, the man of God, Rahabonka or Benny Hinn or, or, you know, Billy Graham, you know, this mighty general of God. But most of us, we are thinking we are too small, we are liar, we are failure. And, uh, and if someone in the church survived, then it's, it's more than good. If someone have a testimony to conquer one or two things, then what they will become heroes and they will travel the nations and uh, telling stories. Apostle Paul says, and in every area in our life, we are able to be, to become more than conquer. Not only a conqueror, not a winner, but more than that, like in the fullness of the, of the victory of Jesus. The secret of to become a winner, to become a conqueror is brokenness, is suffering. And uh, it's like Jesus said, Father, not my will, but you will. Your kingdom come, your will be done, and holy be your name, not my name. So I want to really encourage everyone, if, if you are going through a different a different, uh, different time, and or if you have something in your life that hinder you or, or take you back from the love of God, think about this brokenness. Let the Lord broke you. Let the Lord, uh, because without brokenness, without the suffering, there's no, there's no glory. Our whole life are the, are the process to, to kill ourselves. You know, if we, we were as a little, little child, we went to the school and some pastors will pray, oh Lord, kill, kill us. Oh Lord, we won't die and our flesh will die. You never understood this message. But if you grow older and older, you will understand the core of the message is and, uh, and uh, may the Lord uh, become everything who I am. May my flesh, my lust, my plan, my dreams, my desire, my ministry, my work, and my, 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 everything. And Jesus become the fullness in my life. He become my call. He become my dream. He become the goal and the way. So, and from my experience and also the revelation I got from God, I really want to encourage everyone, let the brokenness of the Lord come into your life. If you go through suffering and don't give up. You said to us that the greatest honor or title one can bestow on you as a Chinese believer 
was to be called the servant of the Lord. Can you explain that to us? So in China, and we we don't use too much uh, the title pastor, apostle, you know, all this uh, uh, man of God, or maybe in some African countries, a mighty man of God. And uh, it's beautiful, but in China, and the highest honor uh, you can receive as a man of God is uh, you're the servant of God. But behind that, there's, uh, there's also theology of a servant, uh, of a hardworking servant, because Chinese people are very hardworking people, and they took this also for their belief to follow Christ. So I grew up in this um, atmosphere and also in, uh, in this background. So as I come to Germany, I try to serve God very hard. I work very hard. I never took off to holiday and try to pleasing God, work for God's mercy, work for God's attention, and try to try to through my hard work to build to build my ministry and uh, and beyond that. And I went to I went to the school of supernatural ministry in Reading. Apostle Bill Johnson, and uh, it was uh, in the beginning a uh, very hard time because uh, you you don't have to you have you don't have to work. Uh, the most of the time, as students, you are soaking in the spirit, you're receiving your love. It was very hard for me because I won't work for the Lord. But the teaching is, hey, you don't work for the favor of God. You are favored. You are already a son and a daughter of God. So. The servant of God is beautiful, but a lover of God is the most beautiful. Amen. So to conclude everything that we've been talking about right now is that Paul said that I die daily. John the Baptist said, less of me, more of you, Jesus. So that is something that we need to do. We need to take off things from our own to just search the heart of God. And the most beautiful thing is to fall in love with Jesus once again. In the revelation, it says, I have something against the atheists that you have lost your first love. It's we need to go back to the first love of Jesus because he loves us. And it is the intimacy as a bride and a bridegroom. That is what God wants he wants this intimacy with us he he's pleased with the fragrance of our love when we speak love uh, love songs to him when we sing love songs and we just want to pray for you who listen right now and we pray in the name of jesus that you will start to just stir in their hearts god that you they will stir up you will stir up the lover inside of them the love relationship god and i pray holy spirit that you will help them to go through this suffering to to die daily from themselves so that you can become great inside of them. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will draw them into the, your bedroom, into the, in, the room of intimacy where we, they will know your heart and you will know their heart. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Isaac, before we leave, would you like to pray for the listeners as well? Yes. So, Father, I pray for all the friends and all your sons and daughters who is listening to this podcast, bless them, Lord, and lift them up to the lover of yourself. 
not only friend, not only worker, not only help seeker, and not only sons and daughters, but to the level lover of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to Reformation Scandinavia. If you have been blessed, please share this message. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen. We would love to stay connected with you. To receive our newsletter and to give to our ministry, go to reformationscandinavia.se. Maybe you have a relationship to Scandinavia. Send us an email and tell us more about it. Be blessed and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.